Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. All right, everybody, that's right. It is Thursday night once again. Time for the F WWC tonight. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And once again this week, the CEO is still off on some FWWC business. He's got a lot of stuff he's tending to, and he will uh, be back soon, I'm sure. But, you know, make sure you get those calls in there tonight, 657-383-1521. I see a couple people lighting up on my board here. So I'm going to go take care of them. But before I do, let's get our host for the night in here, the one, the only, Miss Susie Hart. WWC Universe. It is great to be here with you. And as your announcer announced just a moment or so ago, our CEO is out this week again with some family business, some some uh, FWWC business, but he shall hopefully be back next week. And it is a pleasure always to be here. Um, you know, I said, and, and he put up on the, the listing tonight, if you don't call in tonight and talk to us, you're just a jabroni jobber, and that's all there is to it. So let's get them boards lit up, guys. Let's get some callers in here, and let's get this thing rolling tonight. My co-host is with me again this week, but before we bring him in, let me just take a quick, quick moment to say thank you to our sponsors. First, foremost, and always, CF, um, the Wrestle Talk podcast. And in case you missed it this past week, I myself got to be on tonight. Filling in again for our host, the CEO, letting everyone know what our card is going to be like tomorrow night. And we'll discuss that shortly. But again, thank you to the WrestleTalk Podcast for their sponsorship. Thanks again to the CEO and his company, Royal Mills Transportation. Anywhere in the Kansas City area, if you need transportation, call Royal Mills. He's the man to call. Rathbun Engraving, we want to thank them. Those beautiful WrestleTalk Podcast mugs, $20 plus shipping and handling. Bar quality mug makes your, your drink taste 20% better, no matter what it is you're drinking. And it's 
$5 extra to get your name engraved on that. So make sure you get yours. Get up a member of the Russell Pop Podcast. Also, there is the Nobleman's Barber Lounge. When you go in, ask for Pete the Barber. Tell him the Night Owl sent you, and he'll do you a great job. There's Kincaid Arcade at Oak Park Mall. Everything Combat with Pat Milicic and Jeffrey Wilson. Interstate 70 Sports Media. And Little Popeye's Designs. They designed the new logo and website for the WrestleTalk podcast, and they do those great, great WrestleTalk podcast tumblers. Again, just like the mugs, they're $20 plus shipping and handling. It's $5 extra to get your name put on the mug. So now that we've paid some bills, let's get the co-host in here tonight. Um, I hope he's on the line, and um, we're going to bring him on. And, ladies and gentlemen, I don't really think um, – well, now wait a minute. Um, I think he's he's around there somewhere. I think he's still in the green room, probably eating them green M&Ms. You know how he can be. Um, but in just a moment, we should be joined by Remy Ricks, and when he gives me the signal that he's here, I will bring him in. Um, until then, though, uh, let's see. Um, you know, it looks like we do have a couple of people on the line. So while we're waiting for our co-host, why don't we bring in one of those people um, on the line? Um, uh, let's see. <laughs> I just got word. Uh, someone in the back said, no, they think Remy's more like uh token on the green crush. You know what I mean? Um, so, Remy, you just enjoy whatever it is you're doing, but hurry your butt up, man. we got a show to do. So, uh, right now, I'm going to bring a gentleman on the line. You know, he does a lot of work behind the scenes here. Um, he helps out a lot. If you've never done a Monday or a Friday night show, you may have heard this man calling matches, taking picks. You might have heard, you know, that he's helping out with uh, new members of the FWWC. He does a lot of work. He helps out the BOD. And let's bring in now Mr. Oni. Let's bring him in and have a little chat with Mr. Oni. Return of the D with them in it. Step into the mic. It's like a brand new lyricist. I'm here to do what should have been done 10 years ago. You can't fuck with me. I'm stepping out the Now this this is not owning. The ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who may be new to the FWWC and you're not really sure, that was the entrance of the one, the only Remy Mother Effin Rick. Um, uh, ma'am, that is Welcome. the one, the only hardcore champion, Remy Motherfucking Rick. You better get your shit straight, ladies. Hey, hey, hey now. Don't be coming at me like that. You might be the hardcore champion, but you forget. I'm the first woman to hold that title. I've held it three times. And if there's anybody who knows more about hardcore and the hardcore title, it would be me. So, listen, listen, listen. Let's, let's just get Oni on the line and see what Oni's got to say. We can discuss your factuation with me later. Oh, my goodness. You are right, though. Let's bring Mr. Oni in, because, Oni, we were we were introducing you, and it would be a pleasure to talk to you. Oni, are you on the line? 
How are you two doing today? I'm great, sir. How are you? Remy, Remy it is, I mean, Oni, it is a pleasure to talk with you tonight. Um, whoever's got something going on in the background, you turn that down a little bit because we can hear some feedback. Um, but Remy, I mean, uh, Oni, my mouth is just not with me tonight. Oni, Yeah, uh, I know, because you got me in your mouth. That's up, Remy. We don't want to do that. This is a family show. Come on now. Mr. Oni, tomorrow night, you and your tag partner, Miss Fallen, will be going in a last chance match against the Hefty Boys. How are you um, and your partner preparing for this match? Well, the fun part is, me and Fallen, we have been getting and uh, doing some hardcore training. I know it's a hardcore match, but, you know. We're doing peanuts. We're doing, you know, just all the types of things. You know, stuff on, you know. But in the end, we're looking forward to fighting the Hefty Boys because we have competed against them several times, and they've always been a good challenge for us. Okay, now you know that this is a last chance match, right? And by last chance, that means that you, sir, and your partner must win this match. If you don't, or if it, you know, if it ends in a tie, I guess it would mean both teams will go on in a three-way match against the tag champions at Survivor Series. But if you do not win this match, then the Hefty Boys move on to face the champions at Survivor Series. Um, what do you honestly, I mean, I got to tell you, and not just because he is my brother, but because I know the Hefty Boys. I know them very well, and they are not a team that's just going to roll over. They're not a team that's going to be easy to beat. So how how do you go into this match without, you know, thinking that if you lose, you don't get the shot at those tag titles, and that's something that has not only eluded the Hefty Boys for a long time, but you and Paul, it would be your first time as tag champs because you take those titles. I do see your point, and I honestly do see it, hardcore The thing is, like, I do have respect for your brothers and, you know, they're both good competitors. They pay the colors several of the best. Which is why we really fighting them, you know. Um, we mainly do all what we do for the FWWC universe. So we try to build up everything so the fans can enjoy the show. You know. Definitely, definitely. Remy, do you have any questions for Mr. Oni? All right. It looks like Remy may have dropped off there. It's hard, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll be back as soon as he can. Um, so, Oni, is there, you know, what's what's going on uh, with some things going on backstage? Is there anything that you can tell us, some new people? I- I've noticed a couple of new faces here. Oh, yes. I've seen a few looking into some of their profiles. You know, as the agent, I double-check everyone's history. And then it kind of gives me somewhat of an advantage of finding out more about them, how they do, how they compete, 
you know, it gives me a slight, how do you put, a great mindset for those opponents, if you know what I mean. Definitely. And, and I mean, I guess with your job, too, getting to, um, you know, look at these folks before they get into the FWWC, you would be able to judge, you know, hey, this guy's going to do well here or this guy just ain't going to make it here. Um, so how do you handle it if you think somebody really just ain't going to make it here? If you think they just don't have what it takes, how do you handle that as an agent? Well, my honest opinion, so many people have goals of trying to make it all the way through the business. And my job isn't just to go like, this person won't make it, this person will make it. My job is to make sure as the agent that, you know, everyone rises up to learning everything and, you know, having fun with it. You know, getting better after a time. So eventually everyone will eventually be up at that level, you know? Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, you know, when I first joined the group, um, I was just a manager. I I was a manager. I didn't really want to step in the ring because I didn't think that I had what it took to step in the ring, and I just didn't think that I could do it. But I got to tell you, once I actually stepped in that ring and had a couple of matches, got a couple of wins under my belt, I suddenly spread my wings and started to fly, and I have not come down since. And I got to tell you, even if you step in the ring the first couple of times and you kind of stink, don't worry about it. You just keep on keeping on, and no matter what, you too can be great at this thing. It's not that hard to be an excellent superstar here. It's just having the willpower, the want to, the drive, and to just do it. You know what I mean? It's like the exactly. night commercial. Just do it. Exactly. And this um, Now, I think... I think Remy is back. And, Remy, before you dropped off there, I had asked if there was anything that you wanted to ask Oni or was there anything you wanted to discuss with Oni? Well, I just wanted to tell him that I hope come that match tomorrow, him and Fallen beat the shit out of your big-headed brother in the wannabe flubber wall butt kiss. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm about as tired of seeing the hefty boys as I'm as tired of seeing Luke Justice. The only difference between the Hefty Boys and Luke Justice is the Hefty Boys can't get the job done like Luke Justice. Just like nobody thought Prophets of Madness was going to beat the Law Dogs. Look what happened. So I'm hoping we get another upset, and I'm hoping the following one take out your big-headed brother and his flubber-ass partner of a wall, like I said. Remy, 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 you know, one thing I have learned over the few years I've been here in the FWWC and probably over the years of being Hardcore Hoss's sister, never count out the Hefty Boys. Just when you think they can't get it done, those two <coughs> come back and show you look, what they can do. Look, you know, a couple of years ago, let, they were the tag Let me ask you here. a question, Susie. Let me ask you a question. What has more durability? A hefty trash bag or the hefty boys? I'm pretty sure the trash bag yeah. lasts longer than any of your brother's tag team feuds. So sit them bitches down. Sit your brother in the ring for this hardcore tournament, and that's all there is to it. 
You know, Remy, careful what you wish for, buddy, because you might get it. But this ain't Don't about me. This is about Oni. You just asked me what I thought about Oni or had to say, and I told him, I hope him and Fallen beat the dog brakes off your brother in the, in the brick wall. Hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion, no matter how wrong it is. It's just all good. Bless your heart, can't. Susie. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, sometimes even my cornbread ain't done in the middle. Anyways, but, what else you got going um, on, Omi? Oh, not much. I've been... You know, if the t- tag team title thing doesn't go your way, neither. If you guys don't mind getting a little bit of hardcore, I, I uh, can always mess up you and Fallen, too. That's just fun to do on a Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, side gigs. You know me. I'm always down to the hardcore fight. I just don't know. I tell you what. Tony, it was a pleasure talking to you. I'm not sure where Miss Fallen is tonight. It would have been great to have her opinion on I got a question before Oni goes. Okay. Because I'm going to ask everybody this question all night. Survivor Series, the heavyweight title, take it. Luke Justice, Moby, or Mayhem? (laughs) No. I would have to give it to Moby. Okay. Is there any reason (laughs) why, besides the fact that he beat all the champions? Now, the thing is, it's not because he's beaten all the champions. It's because, okay, Marcus Mayhem, great opponent. I've fought him several times. Luke Justice, I fought him before. He was a good fighter. But then you got Moby Lee, who also used to be the Devil's Dynasty at one point in time. So I got to work with him a lot more extensively, understanding his mindset, how he drives it. I say he got the drive to go for it, you know? So, hey, Oni, since you're answering that question, then ask me this. Then answer me this. We also have a double main event at Survivor Series. And in that main main event, the bigger match, you're going to pick El Mataratis against Savior Saint and yours truly. Who do you think is going to take that one? Okay, so that match is more complicated. And hardcore says, I am going to be honest. You are a very good competitor, and I mean it. Almada is also an excellent competitor, and so is Safio Sunny. I've fought all you guys before. Almada has more skills on, you know, behind his belt, if you know what I mean. But there's always a chance that you can come. You know, it's going to be either you or Almada, I think. Wow. Well, thank you for that. You know, I got to tell you, and there is a stipulation on that match. El Mata is going to reserve the right for the champion's advantage. Now, as a GM who introduced the champion's advantage, I personally am fine with that. And if we should tie him, which either one of us tie him or come in second place, that one is going to get 
the briefcase that we can use against loot justice. So let me just put it out there right now to everybody listening. If I should walk out of this match without the main title, but I walk out with that briefcase, two weeks after Survivor Series, the first Friday night at that two-week mark, Luke Justice and I will meet in the ring, and I will walk out with his title. That's my prediction. And to my honest opinion, it is possible. You know, everything is possible in the FWWC. Just like everything is possible in the backyard yards, you know? I, hey, you know, I've never been in the backyard leagues, but I tell you what, I think I could be pretty good in there. Remy, what about you? You think you could handle a backyard league? Well, depends. Do I got to follow rules? No, there are no rules. Man, hell yeah, I think I do pretty all right. I might, I might put a couple people in the hospital, but... Like me? Like who? Was there somebody else in there? No. Hello? 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 I said no. Okay, it sounded like there was somebody else in there. So, Oni, we're going to wrap this up a little bit here, and we're going to thank you for being on the show tonight. But before we let you go, what we will say is, um, you know, like we let everyone else, do you have any words of any kind of words that you want to leave the FWWC with or maybe um, a little message you want to send to the Hefty Boys? Um, yes, and but before mind, I do that. Keep in mind that Hardcore Haas is most likely listening. I understand. Before I say what I'm going to say, I do want to say one other thing. And... I do apologize that Fallon couldn't be on tonight, but she was unfortunately in training. You know, she's at the gym bulking up as we speak, getting ready for this match tomorrow night. I've already went to the gym, so I've got a head start. So I wanted to apologize for that. But I do want to tell the Hefty Boys, and I'm going to say this honestly, Hardcore Haas, Butkus, you both are great competitors and everything, but I'm going to have fun, and so it's fallen. We're all going to try to make the FWWC uniform stand on those toes. And this being said, we want to wish you luck, but we're going to bring the fight just like every other time. So may the best team win, and just remember have fun. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Mr. Oni. And, you know, it, again, it was a pleasure having you on. And we're sorry Fallen couldn't be here, but, hey, Fallen, if you're out there, good luck tomorrow night. <laughs> Bless your heart. So, um, you know, Remy, let's talk a little bit for a minute, too, about the next part of the card for tomorrow night. Now, we know that tomorrow night there's the last chance match against Holy Hell, and the Happy Boys. But there's also another match that's happening next uh, tomorrow night. And yeah, that match, um, 
That match is a match between Ace and Karma. Now, I don't know if you know much about Karma. I don't know if you've had the opportunity to get to know anything about her in the ring with her. And I will say that my first meeting with her was only meeting with her so far. She did walk out, you know, with the victory. She got a a lucky break. But I got to say, you know, hey, she's a tough competitor. And Ace, uh, you know, again, I've met him too. And Ace can be a tough competitor as well. So, which one are you thinking is going to take that match tomorrow night? Well, you see, Ace is in that match because of me. Ace is going to be in several matches over the next several weeks because of me. And whoever wins or ties with Ace <clears throat> will go to, I get a technically a sudden death match, if you will, to see who will be joining us as Survivor Series for this hardcore title. So I already know Ace's opponent. I know the matches. I'm the one who set it up. Hmm. Okay. So you have. I told you guys. I told the entire FWWC when I captured this hardcore Never. title. I was for the break prestige back to this hardcore title, and that's the first thing I'm doing. And every match that's in this little, every match that Ace is in is a hardcore match. So people need not forget that because the hardcore title is going to be remembered for what it is, the hardcore motherfucking title. So if I'm reading this right, the match tomorrow night between Ace and Karma is going to be a hardcore match. Any match Ace is in over the next few weeks that is a result of my direct dealings is a hardcore match. This is for the hardcore title, so every match is going to be hardcore. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. Let me ask you this. And we have this gentleman on the phone, so we're going to be bringing him in here in just a minute. You know, you put Alpha, or how about Alpha going against Ace? How about giving him a shot? What do you think about that? For the simple fact that I told anybody who didn't have a title that they could step up in this motherfucking tournament and get their ass with. But from what I remember at Extreme Rules, Alpha's a little busy with a fellow NFT brethren fucking flex as of late. <laughs> so um, Alpha's got his eyes somewhere else. But if Alpha wants to get beat like a dog too, Bring it on. Let's go. Well, um, Mr. Alpha, are you there? Yes, I am here. So you just heard what Mr. Rick said, you know, and he was talking about how you and Funky Flex got a little thing going right now. But how do you feel about the possibility of maybe stepping in the ring and taking a shot at that hardcore title? Well, it's funny you mention that because I don't want to take the opportunity to undersell any belts in this business because it's the man who makes the belt. And quite frankly, we got a lot of competition going forward into it. Remy Ricks is a hell of a man to be holding the hardcore championship. 
And I think, I think maybe, just maybe, if Funky Flex wasn't in my scope, that if I was going against a hardcore champion like Remy Ricks, that it would be troublesome, it would be difficult, but I think I could do it. I think I have proven time and time again that hardcore is nothing that scares me. I had that best of five series with Heel Deal, and we took it to the limit every time. I've been soaked in blood. I've crawled on broken light tubes. I know what it takes to be hardcore, but quite frankly, I'm using all that energy straight for the Spartans Heart Championship. And to switch the conversation into it, I'd like to talk about that because I got some choice words for Funky Flex if he's listening here, is that I saw what you did to my car, Funky. And the thing is, I don't think I can wait for Survivor Series. I think we got to take this to another Monday night, a Friday night challenge. I'll take it to you any day of the week you want to do this. I'm ready to square up because I'm not ready. We need to blow this off now. Wow. You know, I got to tell you. You sound like you need a cigarette after all that. (laughs) To keep it brief. I'm sure Funky's listening, and if Funky's not listening, I'll let him know. Trust me on that. Well, you know what? Let me just put this out there real quick to all you you gentlemen out there, all y'all out there. Say you stink. You know, you and me, we're going to be dancing at Survivor Series. Funky Flex, you're going to be dancing with Alfred at the Survivor Series. All you guys out there, you know, your opponents are coming on, Hefty Boys, all y'all. Listen, if y'all can't call in here and give your opinions, if y'all can't call in, you're just a bunch of jobbing, you're bronies. And as far as I'm concerned, are jobbers. And a guy like the Alpha, he's doing what he needs to do. He's promoting his match. So you guys out there, get on the phone. Let's hear what y'all got to say. Uh, Let's see, 657-383-1521. Give us a call. Let's get some people on the line. Let's hear what y'all got to say. I I mean, y'all jabronis out there need to be calling in. Now, Alpha, like I said, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Time the fuck out. Oh, man. Well, you're calling people out for not calling in. I'm calling you out for stealing people's lines. What the fuck was that? Um, stealing people's lines? What line am I stealing? Jabroni. I, Get the fuck uh, out of here. I believe I said jabroni jobbers. I didn't say just jabroni. So, and if but I we all know where the word jabroni. came from. Quit stealing. Come up with your own catchphrases. You know, Get with her to get hit with it because we loyal to the soil. Shit like that. Come up with your own catchphrases, lady. Loyal to the soil. Where did y'all come up with that? That sounds like a bunch of oil kings in the me. I mean, Jesus. Loyal to the soil. Yeah. Seriously, is that the only thing y'all could find? Are you salty that you didn't get an invite? It's okay, Susie. Oh, no thank you. No thank you at all. I have anyway, no thank you, but no thank you. Alpha, while we got you on the line, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked old boy. Who do you think is going to take the heavyweight title come Survivor Series? Luke Justice, Marcus Mayhem, or um, what's his fucking face? Moby. You know, it's a very loaded question because 
There's a lot of experience that I've had with a lot of the competitors in that match. And then there's the unknown. See, I have only ever squared up to Luke Justice in tag team matches. And the man hits like a truck and is as big as one. But the man can back up what he says. And he's been effective FWWC World Heavyweight Champion. And the thing is, I think the fact that I haven't squared up leaves me wondering just how, how far this man's well can go as far as he goes in the ring. Now, Marcus, Marcus has definitely shifted gears as far as the last time I've squared up to him, and I think that's an unpredictability that makes him a threat in this match. But quite frankly, the biggest answer, and I don't care that it's a, I'm agreeing with Oni right now, it's Moby Lee. I've faced this man enough times. He's calculated. He does whatever he needs to do to win. And the thing is, we've only ever seen the side of him that's, that's very, very excited to challenge people. And the thing is, I think Marcus Mayhem and I think Luke Justice are the people to bring out the Pumpkin Lord in Moby. Because when you see that color go out of his eyes, when you see that expression change in the ring, you'll see why he's my answer. Well, you know, let me just throw this out there for you, gentlemen. You realize that in just, what is it, um, 20, no, almost almost 30 days. In about another 32 days, 32 more days, Luke Justice will have his second year-long title ring. He is 32 days away from being the champ for one year. Now, I mean... You can say what you want, but how many times has he defended that title and walked out still champ? So I got to tell you, I, I got to give a slight edge to the champion. I really do. He's been through the fire I don't know how many times, and yet he walks out. And trust me, that's hard for me to say because I'm not a big Luke Justice fan. But in 32 more days, the man will be holding a title for a year. And you can't discount him just because you're loyal to one of the other two opponents. You've got to admit, like it or not, that Justice has proven he's got the staying power, and he's proven that he can do it. You just got to give him that little edge. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, but it's the truth. And while we're on the subject of a title reign, let me say to you, um, Ace, I do want to congratulate you. I'm sorry, Alpha. I want to congratulate you that you are still, at the current time, the longest reigning uh, Heart Hybrid TV champion at 125 days. You held it. But at this time, Swag is closing in on that. He's up to, like, 82 days, and he's getting close. So what do you think? Do you think that he can catch you, or do you think he'll lose it before he catches you? I think – He's going to do exactly what he needs to do because I think he's aware of that number and he wants to close in on it. And quite frankly, it's there if he wants it. It's right there, buddy. You just got to cross the finish line because I want to see somebody because that's the only way you get better in this business is by challenging people to beat you. You only get better by losing and then you ate, you're able to look at yourself and, and, and change what you did wrong and fix and turn into the right direction to win something. So if he wants to take that title reign, it's more than welcome because I need an excuse to go after that belt one last time and go for a reign as the greatest hybrid television champion in history. So, Swag, it's there if you want to take it, but make no mistake, if you do, I'm coming back for that belt. Well, I tell you, I think if anybody could beat your record, I think Swag could do it. 
Swag is is definitely you know he's that quiet type and he's he's not the type that's out there very much. He's kind of quiet and laid back. And those are the ones you really got to watch. You know what I mean? Quite exactly. Swag is right because this man has a swagger about himself. He's very cold. He knows what he has to do because despite the fact that he has a very big bravado about himself, he's very, very menacing in the ring. And I think I can leave it at that for you, Swag, is that if you want to – the record's there if you want it, buddy. It's just yours. You just got to take it. Definitely. And, you know, Remy asked you his question, so I'm going to throw mine out there. You know, at Survivor Series, the main event, the main main event is going to see El Matarratis put his title up against Savior Saint and myself. What's your prediction for that match? It's, I think I'd have an easier time answering the question, which is my favorite child, because quite frankly, this is a very loaded question. You're all pillars and spearheads of the FWWC, and it's quite literally uh, of, of almost mythical proportion. You guys are like the gods of the FWWC, and it's going to be something amazing. I honestly think it could go either way. It's, it's honestly up in the stars, whoever gets it, either if Mata cinches in what he needs to do or if, you know, he falls prey to what you're capable of, sis, or, you know, if it's, it's up in the air. That's all I can really say. Definitely. Well, I got, I got to tell you, and, you know, like I said, Savior Saint, El Mata, if you're listening, you know, I have great respect for both my opponents. I really do. And I have always had great respect. But this is business. And when I go into this match, any personal relationships, any friendships, any respect, it's all done. From bell to bell, this is business. And I'm in there for one reason. And I don't care who I have to cut, maim, bruise, break. What I have to do, I'm going to do what I've got to do. I'll make my apologies after the match because it's easier to ask for forgiveness them for permission. And I plan to step in that ring and take names, kick butt, and walk out the camp. So that's my rant on my match. That's well said, Chris Haas. And I just got to say, I wish you the best in your match at Survivor Series. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, hey, good luck to you as well. You know, I really do hope that you uh, do well. I intend to. So it's it's nice to have you here, and just like with Oni, is there anything you'd like to leave the FWWC with tonight, Uh, or anything you want to say to your opponent? I think I can keep it as simple as I've made it, and that is funky. I know you're going to hear this, because I guarantee you Twitter's going to blow this up. I don't care who has to take it to you, whether it's by mail, whether it's by signaling, whether it's by smoke circle. You'll know that I want your head on a plate come Monday night. I will be there. You know where I am. I'm waiting. Wow. So, Remy, uh, you know, Funky being your NFG brother, uh, you know, what do you, what do you think Funky's going to have to say about that? At the end of the day? Funky's his own man. Funky handles his own problems. The shit with him and Alpha is exactly that. It's Funky and Alpha's problems. And Funky will say exactly what he needs to say, 
when Funky needs to say it, and Alpha will get the message directly. Everybody else can just sit the fuck down and watch. Well, that's true, you know. Everybody can just sit back and watch. And, and let me say, Funky, if you're out there, you know, give us a call. Let us see what you've got to say. We'd really like to hear what you have to say. And, uh, you know, Mata or Saint, if either of you are out there, I'd really like to hear what y'all have to say. But I don't think y'all got that much to say. But anyway, um, you know, and when it when it comes to just about anybody else, Survivor Series coming up, if we haven't talked about your match and you've got a match, Give us a call. Let us know what's going on. But while we've got a few minutes here and we're still waiting for some people to call in and nobody's calling right now, um, you know, Remy, why don't you run down for us exactly how this uh, tournament or this this match you've got going for your title, how is this going to work and, and what is it okay. going on? Okay, so here? look, essentially I took the idea from the CEO and gave it a hardcore twist. That little fucking tournament or dealy deal that all four of y'all had for to see who Macho was from the face, and nobody ended up winning. So I took it and flipped it around to make it where Ace is going to have four to five competitors in the next coming weeks, starting with Karma. And every match that Ace is in will be a hardcore match as a representation for how much they would like a chance at the hardcore title. Because let's be honest here, as long as the hardcore title has been in the FWWC, when have you truly, well, how long has it truly been since you've seen the hardcore title defended in a hardcore style? You haven't. And that's what I'm going to bring back. <laughs> so every opponent that Ace faces, like I said, will be in a hardcore match. And his opponent has to beat him or tie. And when he's done facing his four or five opponents, those four or five opponents, whoever tied or beat Ace, will then go on in a match, a hardcore match as well, to see who will possibly join me and Ace at Survivor Series and turn this into a hardcore. But you have to remember, there's a chance. Ace beats all these people all the way through, and this is a one-on-one match at Survivor Series which Ace said, well, I want a rematch, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, I'm going to make you work for that rematch. He wants a one-on-one rematch. He needs to earn it, and he can earn that one-on-one rematch by having a flawless victory streak up to Survivor Series. Now, what if, let's say you put five people against him, four people against him, whatever, and they all beat him, and they all wind up in the match, too. You can have yourself a... Five or six away on your hands. Did you not listen to what I said? I said anybody that beats Ace after he's done with his four or five competitors will then face each other in the final round of the tournament to see who will join us at Survivor Series. But uh, with so that being be said, if us. any of the if any of the people in that final match tie each other. Now you very possibly could have you a six-way match for this hardcore title come, come Survivor Series. And guess what? I'm going to tell you to bring it. Bring every competitor you got. This hardcore title is going to shine the way it used to shine in the FWWC when it was considered one of the top titles. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to restore it to its rightful fucking glory in the FWWC. 
Well, I got to tell you, when I won my first hardcore title match, I faced the then known as a hardcore legend, Mr. Um, Curtis Black. And Curtis Black was introducing in the match that him and I were in. He introduced the light tube match. Now, that was the first ever light tube match, and it was a match that he later became known for. I beat him in that match to take that title, to be the first woman champion and to have my first hardcore title reign. Now, I met him about a month or two later. I think I met him again, and he took the title back. But in my in my last title reign as the hardcore champ, or not my last one, actually, my second one, when I defended my title, it was against Savior Saints. And I got to tell you, that's one of those matches that some people still talk about. Because me and Savior Saints, we didn't keep it in the ring. We were up in the concession stand. Savior Saint hit me with one of the dolls, you know, one of the, the little action figures of my own. And I heard myself saying as he hit me with it, bless your heart, you know. And he was hitting me with it several times, and it just kept saying my phrases over and over every time he hit me with it. I threw him through the beer thing, and he got covered in beer. We were throwing each other on the hot dog rollers and through the pizza shops. And, I mean, we made a yeah. huge mess well, up see, there on that con. That was back when the hardcore title was relevant. The hardcore title has lost relevancy over the years. The hardcore title used to be one of the top titles in the FWWC. Yeah, I will give you that. And, and I got to say, you know, I, I think there have been a couple of champions, and I, I don't really know exactly who they were. I mean, I, and even if I did, I wouldn't name them because I don't want to call nobody out like that. But there have been a couple of hardcore champions that, while being hardcore champions, didn't even have a single hardcore match. So that's what I'm one. saying. And I've already made it clear to the CEO that every match I'm in while I hold this title is hardcore for the sake of this title, whether it's for the title or it's a regular match, it's hardcore. Because as hardcore champion, I I believe that it is my prerogative to to honor this title in every match I am in. And with that being said, and and, and with that being said, Yes, I got the possibility to lose it in my first title defense at Summer's Survivor Series. But if I do, look at the things I've already done that have brought the look back to the hardcore title since I've had it in the 12 days that I've had it. And on top of that, when I do, re- when, when I do reign supreme at Survivor Series, Susie, you were here when it happened last time. We see what happens when Remy gets on his game and don't stop, you were here when I was a dual champion for seven months solid. So when it comes to the FWWC, people here need to understand I am not one to play with when it comes to getting serious. Just like I talked all my shit all the way up into this match. Everybody, oh, you're going to lose this and that. Look what happened. I did what I always say I'm going to do. And when it counts, I walk away the victor. You know, I remember a couple of years ago when I was a a GM, and I believe the match went into trivia, 
And when you were announced as the winner, <clears throat> you literally fell down on the ground. You were so shocked and stunned. You fell down and just sat on the ground staring up at me saying, really? I, I remember that, and your reign was incredible. So I got to say, you know, I'm really happy for you as a hardcore champion. That was the first title I ever won, and everybody back then told me that Bishop was going to beat me, that I had no chance. At the end of the no day, chance. I did them. I did then what I do to this day. I prove everybody wrong. Well, it's it's good to see you as champ, and, you know, I wish you a long reign, and, and I, you know, hope that you do succeed where you say you're going to bring back the uh, prestige to the hardcore title. You're going to make it the title that is worthy of, you know, being a, a title here. And I, I hope that you do. I really do, because I got to tell you, when it comes to titles, the first title Hardcore Sit ever won in the FWWC was the Hardcore title. And not only did I make history with winning it, but I've won it two times after that. And I got to tell you, that's probably one of my favorite titles. I mean, I'm a two-time women's champion. I'm a Spartan Park champion. But I got to say, that Hardcore title is one of my favorite titles to have won and held. And I do hope that someday in the future, that maybe, just maybe, I'll hold it again. Well, who knows? If you get your ass whooped at Survivor Series by Saint, you could just have your next chance to step into the ring. Well, you know what? I might take you up on that. It just depends on how things go. But I got to tell you, you know, I'm not trying to take Sage the Saint or El Mata for granted because I got to say, you know, both of them are hard opponents. I have, like I said, my, my one of my title shots, one of my, you know, one of my times as hardcore champion, I I had wrestled Saints, and we took that. If I'm being honest, everywhere. If I'm being honest, when it comes to that match, I don't fucking like it because that's one of their matches. Just like Alpha said. It's a loaded question. You can't really pick a winner when it comes to that match. Because anybody who wins the match is going to be a good choice. So it don't really matter who wins. At this point, the way I'm looking at this match, when it comes to you and Saint, and I've told Saint this personally, but when it comes to you and Saint, you two have something to fight for when it comes to grasping that title. And when you flip the tables, you got Mata on the other hand, who, as great as he is, we all know he does not want to be dethroned. So we know he's going to do whatever it takes to ensure that he keeps the Warriors our title. So this is what in the matches where I truly feel that the Warriors' heart title could go any of the three ways when it comes to all three of you competitors. That's just putting it simple. NFG or not, any any anybody can win that match. You know, I got to tell you, I have two, and I'll say it again. You know, the, the saying has always been, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Well, to be the champ, you've got to beat the champ. And one of the things that I said I agreed with and I liked about El Mata having the champ's advantage in this match 
That means that if one of us walks out as the champ, if one of us has taken that title from Mata, we have truly, truly had to work for it. It's not a lucky thing to win it. It's not a we just edged it. No, no, no. You've had to work to get it because you have to yeah. beat him. You can't tie him. You can't lose him. You walk out with that title, you have truly beaten him. And like you just said, he's going to do whatever it takes to hold on to it. So if you still walk out with that title above him, you have truly oh, that was horrible. that title. Sorry, I'm not. Say what? what? Sorry, oh. I'm watching football. But no. Oh, but like I said, you know, it's, it's definitely, I don't mind the champ's advantage because that means I've got to work just a little bit harder, and that means that I can't take anything for granted. And when it comes to both of them, I don't take nothing for granted. I've been in the ring against Saint. I've been in a hardcore match with him. I know what he's capable of. I know what Saint can do. And when it comes to El Monte, you know, we are La Familia. There is a certain respect and love. You know, El Monte is the Don. He is the man in in La Familia. But all that, I can't go in the ring. I can't go in the ring thinking all of that. I have to go in the ring knowing this man is in this match my opponent, and I have to. I want to be the champ. See, and that's another thing I like since the fucking champs advantage was introduced a few years back, because it came around the same time the sudden death rule came about, because nobody wanted to do trivia. That's what I like about the champs advantage. Everybody wants to be champion, but to really be champion, you got to actually beat the champion. Just like, let me ask you a question. You see all these people in title matches. Let's say it ends in a draw, and they're all, oh, well, it ended in a draw, blah, blah, blah. Did you walk away with the belt? No. So technically you still lost. Sit down, come back, do it again. I don't care if you tie. Tying's not winning. Exactly. Tying does not bring home the gold. Right, and that's kind of why I I introduced it when I did. My whole thought on it was like I just like, you know, yeah. Some people say it gives the champ the advantage, but <clears> people <throat> see it like this: the champ earned that title. He earned it. Well, he has defended it. Look he at has it this added way. This long. What happens when there's a disqualification in the championship match? Does the, does the fucking champion lose the title? No. Or if there's a count out, does the champion lose the title? No. Right. And that, too, is the champion's advantage if you think about it. But, I mean, you know, I just think that if somebody has a title, they have earned it, and if they've defended it a few times and they've successfully defended it, then why shouldn't they have the advantage? Why shouldn't they get that extra little, hey, you know, just it may say maybe it is the difference that he lets them keep it. But you know well, what? See, They've earned it. I, I, don't, I don't think they should have to defend the title before they're given it. If they win the title, they should automatically get the champion's advantage. That's how a belt works. You don't have to defend it before the fucking rules kick in. No, and and that's true. But, you know, like I said, I, I am all for 
the champ's advantage in this match. I am, you know, when Mata said he was, Look, you know, going to evoke it, I, I was like, I'm all I, can, I want him to because it just makes me work a little harder. I can honestly vouch for trivia and for the champ's advantage because, like you made earlier, I won my first title on trivia, which I ain't got no problem doing trivia, but at the same time, when you get people who you constantly tie with and they're scared to do trivia. Well, I don't want to do trivia. And then you're constantly going back and forth, constantly tying to the point where you got to make something like the sudden death rule come about. It's pointless. Tying is fucking pointless. So when people say, oh, well, I tied with the champ. Good for you. But did you get the belt? No. So you lost. Oh, no. Well, I tied. Dog, this is... This is horseshoes well, and hand grenades. Thing, it don't fucking matter. My my other thing, you know, about it is with champ advantage, if I tie the champ and the champ still walks out the champ, it, it, the unfair thing to me is you can be a champ. We can tie. Then you go to trivia and I beat you. I didn't beat you in the ring. I beat you in trivia. And to me, exactly. that's kind of unfair to the, that's kind of unfair to the champ because I didn't beat you in the ring, so why should I get the title? But that was always my thought on it. But, I mean, I understand the BOD and their way of thinking, you know, that and and not wanting it to be done all the time. So I get it, but I also think the champ's advantage is a good thing. So, uh, you know, the fact that Mata wanted to have it is great to me because, like I said, it just gives me a, a little extra edge, a little extra motivation so that I can truly say, I won. I've always, and now I'm the champ. Even though I've won with trivia before we get off for the night, I've always considered trivia a fucking a fucking participation trophy. Like here, you didn't win, but let me give you a second opportunity before we leave for the night. Yeah, there you go. That's another way of looking at it. Well, you know, speaking of before we go for the night, one more time I would like to say thank you to our sponsors. Again, the WrestlePog podcast, uh, it's on every Tuesday night at 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. If you're not watching, then you're a jabroni. You're, you're a jobber, and you need to be tuning in because there is some really great stuff on the WrestleTalk podcast, you know, and every now and then we even have a little SWWC segment where – the CEO comes on and announces the card, what's going to happen, you know, the Friday night. So be checking out the WrestleTalk podcast. Thank you, WrestleTalk podcast, for your sponsorship. Royal Mills Transportation with Dewan Mills. Hey, if you're in the Kansas City area and you need a ride, give Dewan a call because he is the man. Brass Bunny Engravings, they do the WrestleTalk podcast mugs. Uh, $20 plus shipping and handling, $5 extra. You can have your name engraved on it. Bar quality mugs, I've got mine, and they are excellent mugs. Remy can attest to that, and he can tell you they are awesome mugs. Um, then there is Nobleman's Barber Lounge. When you go in, ask to the barber and tell him that the WrestleTalk podcast sent you. Kincaid uh, Arcade at Cedar Park Mall, where all of our watch parties are now being held. Everything Combat with Pat Milicic and Jeffrey Wilson. Interstate 70 Sports Media, uh, one of the owners, Jeremy Karp, who you may know from the Russell Talk podcast. And Little Popeye's Designs, 
They designed the tumblers. They created the new logo for the Wrestle Talk podcast. And you can get your tumbler for just $20 plus shipping and handling and $5 extra puts your name on the tumbler. And if you haven't gotten your tumbler yet, you better get with it. Um, I'm getting mine soon. I can tell you that. And just hit up any member of the Wrestle Talk podcast and they will get you your, your mug and they will get you your tumbler, whichever it is you're looking for. They'll get it for you. So. Having thanked the sponsors and, again, paid the bills, we want to say thank you very much. Um, a little disappointed we didn't get a whole lot of callers tonight, Remy. You know, it's, I mean, we had a couple callers. Thank you, Alpha. Thank you, Oni. Um, but, you know, not a lot of callers. Um, but I'm, I, well, I know you, Remy, you like happens. your own company. Well, hey, you know, um, maybe if we ha- if we do this again anytime soon, we can just make this a wrapping with Remy, huh? Maybe. You just never know, right? So, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC, thank you for listening. Um, you know, we, we're sorry that you didn't get a chance to call in. And, you know, like we said, next week, hopefully, the CEO will be back. Um, and I don't think it's a go-home show next week, though, right? No. Okay. So, it'll just be a regular show next week. But make sure you call back and let the people know how happy you are to get him back and you don't have to listen to me and Remy. Although you never know, one of us might pop up and co host with the CEO, so You, you know. gotta listen to me every but, week. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I listen and with to that you said, lot, it's Remy Ricks, it's MFG, we're loyal to the soil, we out this bitch. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the FW. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.